0: Ben, we on. Okay, let's do it. And today's guest, we've got porn star Damien Oliver. Yeah, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Just had your missus on there, you yeah. sat behind the scenes. But how was that for you? She went pretty dark as well but her past, and... Like obviously, he's he's have your orgies, you have your parties, he's escorting together OnlyFans, fans, porn. But how is that listening to a story more in depth?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard being there and not be able to say anything. I didn't want to start saying things out and coming across as the controlling person when you're having your your one to one. But normally. I will say things to comfort her or if I don't agree on something when we talk about these things when we've had our heart-to-hearts. Yeah. So it's quite difficult at times to sit there and and not say anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, I don't agree with a lot of it. Um, But, you know, that's her past and um, we're here now. Yeah,
0: but you seem to get on okay, just to do your thing and kind of block out the past. Is that all the shagging and all the parties and that, is that help with the pain?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, but then also there's the other side to us where we're both good parents and, you know, we bought like Merlin passes for the kids which gets us into all the attractions whenever we want and we do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff like that, family stuff as well. So that is a distraction from our past and our mental health as well. That's, that's good for us. So. Yeah, I always go back to the start of my guests. Yeah, Where did you grow up and how it all began? I uh, grew up in South East London. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I was... All my childhood was... Was shit really. Um, my nan and granddad both had cancer, started off with my nan, breast cancer. So every day after primary school, up to the hospital in London, where I would spend all, every evening up there. And that carried on until secondary school, until the point my nan died. And then we had to care for my granddad because he was lonely and heartbroken for my nan. Um, so yeah, there wasn't really much of a childhood, mum and dad breaking up. And there was, you know, I spent a lot of my time with nan and granddad. Who was up like my parents? So that was that was quite hard. Uh, when they died, at about when my nan died at fourteen, that was when I kind of went off the rails. Um, I was still used to see my granddad most days, but then the other days it was almost like I was playing catch up on all the other people that had you know gone out, tried drugs, was fucking, and you know, and things like that, breaking the law basically. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of caught up, overtook everyone, and did it all the mad shit in a quick space of time and landed myself up in jail. Um, what age? That was uh, by 17 I was in jail. Um, and then, you know, there was a whole thing of being kicked out of school and all that sort of shit as well. Um, and then, yeah, just finding myself in a lot of trouble um, fucking around gangs and doing doing bad shit, you know?
0: Yeah. Ain't it mad though, but the, it's kind of the same patterns with the broken homes. Yeah. And it? But the, no stability, like, because all we just want to feel is love that's it as a kids as adults like when you're in a relationship or somebody loves you it's such it's the best feeling in the world because it kind of kinda numbs your pain yeah. pain's not there then it becomes a drug but that's when you end up becoming obsessed or because you're chasing something just that feeling of not feeling worthless or empty That like, yeah but all the same patterns from people in the porn industry like drug dealers gangsters like it's all from broken fucking homes, man, and it, yeah. it and the patterns are there. It's clearly there to see. Like every, yeah. I've interviewed three hundred people, and it's always the same. Like raised, then you probably the best grandparents on the planet. Like you would do anything for them, but it's still not enough because it's not your mum or your dad. Like yeah, what was it like your first time in prison?
1: It was hard to be honest. It was only four months to two. Um, my mum was saying about trying to pay for bow and trying to avoid <clears> it. I said, Mum, don't worry, it's fine. Um, I knew a lot of people that was in there. Um, so I felt like I had that bit of protection, but it was still scary. As soon as I went in there and started getting strip searched and all this stuff, then it kind of hit home. You know, you go in the, the door to the wings, like, you know, you're in this cage, that's closed. And then you're in there. there is our shit, you know, and there's all, all this craziness going on with all these people, you know, some big guys and you're like, okay, fuck, you know, how's this going to go down? And you've, it's that level between, you know, not being a cocky person, but not being a bitch as well. Mm -hmm. so you know you've got to just try and work it all out but it was it was all a big test for me um but the the main thing was you know i just i just kept my head out of trouble and and just tried to you know keep fit and and get as quick as i could and
0: what did you do when you came out
1: uh i would i I don't think the sentence was harsh enough to be honest because i come out and and carried on the same Mm -hmm. um which was you know fighting um doing dumb shit like that getting on drugs you know usual shit. it wasn't until I got into my long-term relationship and had kids that I got a heavier sentence. And that was the one that really changed me. And I learned about who I was for the first time, it seems, um, in that, during that sentence. What was that sentence? Um, it was basically they threatened me at 12 years at first, and I'd done a plea bargain and got four. Um, so I was out in two, but that was long enough for me. That, was,
0: that wasn't good. That was a kidnapping? Yeah. And what was that sentence like was that adult prison this time yeah that was a not, different ball game yeah uh that was bell marsh
1: um high high down then i ended up at isis and yeah there was lots of challenges there um but again i didn't when I, mean, I did the odd thing wrong but i didn't let the screws see that i did anything wrong um but i had to deal with certain situations to try and not look like you know a, a pushover mm-hmm. but i never got caught or in any trouble there so I got like the gym orderly job. And once I got that, it was, um, that, that really helped pass the time. Got myself a nice six pack and that. And then thought I'm going to get out of here and, and do all the things that these people said that I couldn't do.
0: What was that like when you think you're going to get a 12 shoved up your ass? <laughs> Fucking scary. <laughs> Ain't no double figures anything over that. It's just a different ball game.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's horrible. And that fear and, and not sleeping every night and being in that cold, lonely place, worrying about, you know, family, and all, them, all the mental stuff going through your head, you know? You've got to deal with, you know, some horrible people in there anyway. But I think the uh, the mind games was the worst. How was it being away from the kids? Yeah, it was horrible, you know? Um, and I didn't want them to visit me in there. So we just spoke on the phone. Uh, they, they never knew that I was in there. So, What did you do when you came out? I came out because um, it was the ex that made the allegations. Um, she tried to get custody of the kids, but... They sussed her out, and they went to live with my parents because she wasn't fit to have them. So when I came out, I had to go through a lot of assessments to prove that I was a good dad until I could actually have them like unsupervised and stuff.
0: Yeah, how hard does that having to go to supervised visits?
1: Yeah, it's horrible. You know, you've got to see your kids go at the end, and they're not they don't know what's going on, and they're crying, and you're in a contact centre, and someone's watching you, and. Yeah, that's that wasn't good times. Yeah, it's
0: no different for prison, is it? No, not really, no. So what you try to do with your life once you came out?
1: Well, she, the, the girl that I was with, I always tried to make it work for the sake of the kids when we had kids. And I kept thinking, I kept making it work. But every time I tried to leave her, I got weak and went back because she's begging me and she knew what, to, what she was doing. And I was just like, All right, I'll make it work for the kids. But then it never changed. And I was actually abusing that relationship. You know, I've been stabbed in that relationship. Lots of crazy shit there. Um and then you know constantly put down, told I got a tiny penis, <laughs> um told that I was really ugly. And it, it actually I was actually started to believe her. Um so you know I I then met uh this, this guy that I got on with from the estate, uh Jaden, who became my best friend. He was a bisexual guy. Nothing ever happened there, but I learned a lot from him. He taught me about being open and understanding like everyone, every gender and all that sort that sort of stuff. And said, you know, first of all, let's have a look then. I was like, oh fucking hell. All right, mate. So I eventually got it out. And he's like, that is not small, Oliver. Are you fucking crazy? And then I was like, really? Is it not? And for a while, I didn't believe. But eventually, then I started to believe and get in the confidence. And he got me set up on a shoot. And that was terrifying, being on my first sort of set. You know, a uh, camera guy there. He was a big, bald Irish man. He was quite scary. For i get my dick out in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> and and started fucking, and that was terrifying. And obviously, it shriveled up. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. What is this? So I'm taking all your different pills now. Once once it got there, you know, but the, the, the girl was nice. She was like, it's okay, baby. I've seen the pictures, it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once I got going, it's fine.
0: And that was your what age were you?
1: Um, that was um what age was that? That was when I just got out. Um, so no, that's the first porn I'd done was what year was it? So I
0: would have got out in two thousand and eighteen, I think it was. So four years ago? Yeah. Um so were you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> So how's a kid from the streets and gangs to then pawns? But it was never an ambition. It was never a thing. I'm going to be a pawnster.
1: No, um, I mean people. You say to me look, you're doing it all anyway, because they knew I used to sleep with a lot of girls, and I was a you know a player, and mm-hmm. I you know I was quite good like that with the girls, with the ladies. They say, and um, they said you might as well get paid for it. But it was it wasn't until I got the confidence to actually do it. It's a whole different ball game, you know, like going up to another yeah. man having a fight, and then that. It was. It seemed like that was scarier when I first started mm-hmm. doing it. You know?
0: Did you enjoy the first scene, or was it? Is it hard because there's cameras there, there? Oh, is concentration? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: it um, was. It was like an laminate flooring like this, and I was sweating. I was. I was butt naked, but sweating, <laughs> and I was slipping in my own sweat. To keep cutting, I had bent over the um, the sofa, but I kept slipping all across the floor. I kept keep wiping the floor down, I was just a dripping mess. How much <laughs> did you get for that? Uh, One fifty.
0: <laughs> How long were you there?
1: I was there for fucking six hours so I couldn't get the cum shot.
0: <laughs> Did you feel right <laughs> that this is the career path then? There?
1: There? Um, no, um, but I just thought it's something that I could do in my spare time. I was still doing my decorating and plastering um, and this was just something that I thought I could do, which I was doing anyway, but get paid for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And how how does it snowball from there then? From what, sorry? So How does it snowball from that first scene to then be doing OnlyFans, orgies, escorting, yeah. fucking, y- yeah. now you're seeing a porn star that, yeah it's um, just went uh, mental from the last four years at night
1: yeah it's kind of blown up i didn't think this would happen especially yeah. with a big porn star like that one the biggest in the country i mm-hmm. didn't ever think that that would be my soulmate that's the first person that i feel like i've ever had the ultimate connection with and she is like my twin like we're you know we're so compatible and we've, i've never had anyone that's connects on, on so many different levels like
0: that do you find it easier going with a porn star because then they can understand you well, I because would, you had imagined but people misunderstand everybody everybody's misunderstood yeah. porn stars and that as well they're, they're kind of looked down not as sleazy and yeah. bad and this and that but I've got many friends in the porn industry and they're fucking 100% yeah. they're fucked up in the head but so am I yeah. people think I'm doing great but I'm fucking loopy yeah. I'm crazy cunt all like,
1: my best friends are fucked up yeah you know, and it
0: doesn't matter relate. what your job is Yeah, like people to be doing something that you enjoy or try to make a crust and so be it Stop yeah. fucking judging. Like, yeah. Nobody's get, if, as long as you are not harming anyone, be who you want to be and do what you want to do. But when you meet a porn star, then like I says earlier, like, I can't handle somebody liking my bird's photo. Yeah. I think, who's that cunt he yeah. is? That, is he trying to shag me. my that birds, me. man? Like, to then getting fucking sessions. If your bird's shagging each other, get she's getting shagged, you're shagging yeah. birds. Like, how do you, how does that ex- become an acceptance?
1: Well, yeah, I, I was the same as, as that. Mm -hmm. i never thought that this would happen i never thought it'd be with her but it's i mean she doesn't sleep with guys uh, and i find that better? yeah i find i I said to her um well i mean we'll get to that later on i suppose about Mm -hmm. how we first met and 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 fell in love and stuff but i never said you can't do this and can't do that i just said but i can't be with a porn star that's taking all these different Mm dick um and she and she said i don't want no other dick i just want you so we go with trans women and women and she's she's happy with that um and she made that decision and I said but if you wanted other guys then don't be in this relationship that's down to you yeah. she made them decisions um so yeah I mean I'm, I'm happy with her to do what, what she does and and, t- and, t-
0: and, your, and that and is that an attraction do you ever think but do you ever get angry
1: I used, to, I mean, there's been some time where I thought, oh, they've got a good connection. Is that going to fucking yeah. be better than our
0: connection? And then you get the abandonment issues
1: kick in where you think you'll get kicked to the side? Yeah, we both had that at first. <clears throat> but then on the times that it's us and it's out off the set, and I realise how well we fuck,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I know. And we, we, you know, when you should know and you, you believe someone 100%. I know that that connection and what we do offset can never be topped. And I, I wouldn't imagine it would ever be topped.
0: So. See, when you're shagging birds and that on set, do, is that can you ever connect with them or is it just a job where you become blank
1: sometimes it's it feels like that it's just a job and i'm relying on the pills to keep it hard because you get a lot of arrogant porn stars that think their shit don't stink but we are just open and friendly and we're just trying to make everyone feel comfortable and happy and not used by some of these big companies like they do um but sometimes yeah it's pleasure i think yes yeah, this bird's gorgeous um we've got a good connection here and it's i'm getting paid and it's it's good fun
0: mm-hmm how big is it? Because I, I you started following me. I followed you in the first video came up with you with your fucking dick in your hand. Yeah. I've done that as a big dick, <laughs> mate, know what I mean no, how big is it? It's only it's only about eight inches. You can't just say only eight inches for the guys that are watching my four inch pecker, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but it,
1: it honestly is, it honestly is. Um, I think because um someone said it's I can't remember the exact figure, but it's something about the 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 G is only what a couple of inches in. Mm-hmm. So it really is how you use it. Because you know, I've had, I've seen videos of Sophie and you know, she's having much bigger cocks than mine. And, you know, at first I was like, how am I gonna compete with this? She's had shitloads of guys, you know, big guys in the industry that done all these gang bangs. She's not gonna be interested in me. And I never believed it would go any further. But when I worked with Sophie, it was more like, I found her in line, thought, right, she's one of the biggest. I'm gonna see if she'll do a a shoot with me, but it would would just be a shoot. It would boost my numbers. It would get me some extra OnlyFans people. I never thought then she would contact me the next day. So I didn't bother contacting her, but she contacted me and then it all went from there. So I, I didn't believe that this would be good enough, but now yeah. I know that it is.
0: I think guys will feel a wee bit secure saying that now, it's only a couple inches in where you can hit yeah. the G-spot. Yeah, so remember that. For all you small <laughs> dick guys out there, yeah. man, he's just, <laughs> you're okay, man, you yeah. fine, but how-
1: If not, use your fingers, <laughs> your tongue.
0: How do, you, how do you go from making pornos to then, the sex life in the house, though? Like, is it different or, or, is it different? Yeah, it is. In what sense?
1: we uh we make love and that is completely different you know when we're on some of these sets it's like hardcore slamming and you know being aggressive and we're saying that she does like that offset as well but i mean with with sophie i give her that deep loving passionate sex and there's just certain things i'm not doing to the other girls because i want her to feel special i mean there is as i say some connections but we just have there's just something different with us and it's 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 just special
0: what do you take to keep it hard
1: um I prefer the jelly Camagras um, obviously there's all different types of Viagras but the jelly seem to be better because the, the blue pills or the, or the black ones which are the strong, stronger ones they can sometimes make your head
0: go fucked yeah do you feel as if it does affect you mentally taking uh, so many pills I think
1: it really is a whole mental thing because sometimes <laughs> I've taken five pills and I'm not comfortable in a situation still like recently and it, it won't work so it really is all about the environment and the mental side of things
0: can you get it up without pills now?
1: yeah i can yeah when me and sophie fuck, i don't have to use pills
0: that's mad that you can take five yeah people take half
1: yeah on, on set sometimes i've been like why ain't it fucking working you've got all these girls that have come um you've got you know the camera guy's been paid for and you're thinking shit I, you know i've got this scene i won't get paid unless this is going to work the pressure's on you're sweating out in the back trying to knock one out and it's just not
0: getting, not getting hard so what happens like after you take, so you take a couple and then you've done your business but you're still walking about the streets how the fuck do you hide, hide an, an eight-inch cock <laughs> you have to just tuck it up
1: <laughs> into the um. waistline up there
0: <laughs> <laughs> but how what's the longest you've been hard for um
1: we've we've had we've gone to party after party after party we've continued it once the people were worn out and that's been up to about four days um how yeah. the fuck do you keep the stamina I'm, I'm very fit I used to play professional football I still play semi-pro football um, and I'm, I'm very fit
0: Mate I'm fucked after two minutes mate <laughs> oh, serious yeah. mate I'm 38 now you got a blowjob and a cuddle mate now, I'm, I'm happy mate <laughs> like you make my sex life seem fucking pish Fuck it, do you know not, what you're I mean happy. Like, I ain't happy bro uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, but it's each to their own obviously I've been with girls that's got a high sex drive I've been with girls who just not asked but yeah. people are different but how do you find the balance of it? How when do you know what like, to be just shagging constantly? like do you, does it never tire you? Out?
1: Oh, eventually, yeah, I'm I'm fucked. But you know, if we, as I say, if we went to when we're on our, like our second sex party, and we're in London, and then we see another one, we're both like, so what do you reckon this, th- these ones? And we're like, yeah, yes, yeah, go, let's go there. And the party's on tonight. So we 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 live for the moment. And we want this party won't be there tomorrow, so let's go there. So then, if like that one is getting a bit. You know, tired at, the part, at this party and it's, mm-hmm. it's dying out a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're already making the arrangements for the next place so I'll deliberately not come um, so that I can continue going because once I do my big come shot at the end then it is a struggle to get it back up I'm just once one big one at the end
0: yeah that makes me feel better bro because yeah. I'm once mate and I'm sleeping for two days yeah. bro <laughs> what's the sex parties like?
1: Um, you go to some and they're really sleazy so we try and avoid them ones and there's a lot of like bad shit going on in there um you know like the uh different certain drugs that we we try and avoid like what like the crystal meth um things like that people taking that in them yeah i got tricked into taking that um i went to a place um and there was these beautiful girls there and she went come here i blow this in your face and i was like all right fuck it yeah you know and then she blew it all in my mouth and i was just like what is this and i just went back on the bed feeling super horny um anyway once i'd had that first hit she was saying it is it's tina tina uh, she was like an Asian girl, she said, Tina, Tina. I was like, all oh, right, yeah, fuck it. Give me some more of that. So we was just hitting this thing. And then, you know, a few days later, once I come out of there and I started feeling this crash, I was like, what the fuck was that? So I'm looking up online and realised it was meth, but I didn't actually know what it was.
0: How many people are at these sex parties? Um it all
1: depends. I mean, sometimes because a lot of the girls that come over from different countries, like the Brazilian girls and the Asian girls, they they all get like apartments, like renting apartments, and they've all got like a room. So this particular one, there was uh, eight different girls and there's all escorting from these rooms and they would charge guys. But when I go on there, I would just chat them up and say, look, if you want me, I'm coming around for free. I'm not paying. Mm-hmm. So I would just chat chat them up and go around there and fuck. Um, but sometimes if, I, if if all different guys started coming in that was paying, I'd be like, you know, I'm not up for this. We were either going to a room and do it just us, but I'm not, I'm not getting part of these other dudes. I don't know who they are. Yeah. Um. You know. So it was just. It was just if the if, it was, if the mood was set how I wanted it, and it was mm-hmm. just like me and the girls, then I would do it. Yeah. So would that, bro. Yeah. I didn't want all these these,
0: these old guys <laughs> coming in that say, were paying.
1: I was like, Nah, no, nah, no. Nah.
0: Do you get that? But uh, is it a lot? of it Can be a lot of sleaziness. Like old fat men just. Yeah. You wouldn't come want on. any of shagging your bum, nah, man. no, no, no. Do you know what I mean? Fuck that. Like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But how? So how do you manage to maintain it? Like to. Like you say, you still keep fit and healthy, but you're taking tablets. Like, when you're doing porn and OnlyFans, like, what's the difference then? Obviously, porn, you're in front of the camera, OnlyFans is behind the camera, but has it become just so much your job you actually forget what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I do enjoy what I do most of the time. There has been a few situations that I've just had to, you know, grin and bear and get through. Um, but most of the time I do enjoy it, but going back to the Viagras, I have slowed up on them because I didn't want to become dependent and then not be able to get up at all because that would fucking kill me.
0: Yeah, but so, that would potentially hurt the more you abuse it. Or.
1: Yeah, so I have slowed up on them um, and there's a few natural products that I, I now use. Um, so I try and keep things natural and, and as I said, when I'm at, uh, in bed with Sophie, I don't, I don't use them and we're not fucking every day like we used to now. We'll space it out and maybe do one or two shoots a week.
0: Yeah, so it's not as extreme. No, nah, yeah. What's the most birds you've fucked in a day?
1: Um, probably about 10. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, oh, man. It's going to be 20, uh, on the 18th of this month. What's happening? We're picking up a motorhome, it's being wrapped. Um, and we made a joke to the guys, but I'll, whenever we say something, we mean it. And I don't want to let them down. So we're going to come back with 20 girls. He's like, no, nah, you won't. I won't. That's a fucking will. So we're going to get 20 porn stars, go back there in the motorhome, and then we'll all go and fuck in the motorhome. <laughs>
0: If you're looking for a camera man, make easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and
1: twenty birds. If you can, I'll share them with you, mate. I'm not greedy. <laughs> you
0: don't have only need one, mate. <laughs> but uh, see so when you like, how many pawns have you made? Oh, I, I honestly
1: don't. I've lost count now. You know, hundreds. Um, yeah, loads.
0: Do you still go? to work, though? Kind of enjoying it, or does it still? Uh, does it become draining in the end?
1: Um, I enjoy it more now Why? because. <clears throat> a lot of these stuff before was like for mainstream companies mm-hmm. and they're the ones you want to avoid. They're the ones that are abusing the girls. They don't pay them a lot. And sometimes they well, they won't even air the footage, but they've, these old guys that, you know, like brothers, a very big thingy mm-hmm. uh, company, all over Pornhub, they pretty much run it. They'll get the young girls in, they'll fuck them, and then they'll never air their
0: video. Why?
1: Because they just want to fuck the young girls and just basically use and abuse them. So me and Sophie have set up Sins Productions, which is our own thing, where we we treat the girls fairly and say that if this is what you want to get into, you know, we'll pay you well and we'll look after you and we'll basically try and guide you in the right direction.
0: Do you see a lot of dirtiness in the porn industry? Yeah. Because I've had many, I've had a few porn stars on, some of them love it, some of them fucking hate it. Some yeah. of them have tried to expose it because of some of these scenes where they feel as if they've been victims. They feel as if they've been abused. Of Because... And it's fucking difficult because if somebody loves their job and then somebody's against it, you can understand. But like you says, there is dirtiness and seediness in that industry. Of course, yeah. How hard is it then to try and make a living from it? Um, if you're stepping away from the big hitters yeah. that pay the most?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's harder. Um, and I knew that <clears throat> I couldn't do all the other stuff, like selling drugs and all that shit I was doing. And then I had my decorating business, which just wasn't quite doing it. And I really like could make more from that. So at times, you know, like I say, you have to just grin and bear it and get the job done. But now that me and Sophie, we select who we want to work with, it's, it becomes a lot easier because we build up a connection with these people. And if they're not arrogant and they're not horrible, then, then we we'll work with them. And you get that
0: choice now because
1: you're becoming bigger names. Yeah, we choose now who we work with. And if we get a bad vibe from someone,
0: then we don't work with them. How does that, like, so what do you do when you, because you both escort as well, I I
1: did escort, but all my clients are men, so I knocked it on
0: the other day later. Yeah. <laughs> so, did so ever tell you to stop doing what you were doing? Um, or does she not mind you being with men or women?
1: Well, yeah, I don't I don't go with men. Um, I've I've got I've got a, f- a couple of blowjobs on the set and felt really mm. uncomfortable, and that was just horrible. But I've done it for the money. But I, I said to her, I don't want to make a name for, for myself doing something I don't want to do. I said, so yeah. I can't do that anymore. And with the escorting second customer comes the first first customer guy comes over i was like hang on a minute i've got into this game thinking that all these birds are going to come around and pay me to fuck them doesn't work like that it's the other way it's the men that are paying the women to do it mm-hmm. so um it was literally just guys that are ringing i, I, I tried it a couple of times and, and on the second one i was like, I'm, I'm done mate take your money and fuck off at my place
0: yeah where's the what's the most you've made to set? um only about 600 quid what's the longest you've been on set um about three days three four days how much hours of footage do you get from that?
1: <sighs> Shitloads. Um, How much of it gets used though? Probably less than half, to be honest. Because um, there's lots of different stopping and starting in there, and trying to get get certain angles and execute the the best shots. You know.
0: How do you deal with that though? Is it the Viagra just help with that? They're stopping and it's telling you to start again. Does it not just kind of just fuck up with the motion?
1: yeah i mean you know during these sort of sessions there's people that are dropping out and saying they they can't do it anymore so then they what the camera guys will do is they'll make that group scene and they'll use what they got out of that and then say there was me and sophie and another two and then we'd go out of that and and if, it, if it's all dropping like flies and you make loads of different films out of it so you've got a, a one-on-one there that was a group one earlier and you can make loads of
0: films out of one uh one day of shooting what's the cameraman in that like some are all right some make you feel uncomfortable see the bastards yeah, yeah you would get that, yeah, would you? If get you're that a perfect idea. man, that's a fucking yeah. perfect job for you.
1: To touch the girls and that. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? You have to throw a few of them off and because
0: mm-hmm. they're, they're overstepping the line. What's the girls like you work with? Um, do you now, see a lot of sadness in a lot of people in that industry as well?
1: Yeah, so me and Sophie, we, we talk to the people, uh, to the girls uh, or the trans women, and they've, they've had hard times and some of them don't want to be in this. And we actually try and talk them out of it if they don't want to do this, but they, they see this as easy money to them. Especially the escorting, mm-hmm. Um and you know, and and they feel like they're kind of trapped.
0: Yeah, it all becomes the usual suspects from the stripping to then the escorting to then the porn. Like, yeah, it's the same. it is the same kind of steps in it with people going. Like yeah. I say, I've so many great friends from the porn industry, and they're fucking good people, man. But you can't. I can see A, a lot of sadness in some of them. Where yeah. would you change your career's path if you could cha- make it all better when you were sixteen? Like, make different decisions.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I. When I was at Crystal Palace, if I would have stayed with them, uh, then I could be earning a lot more for playing football. Um, I used to fight as well, maybe that could have gone somewhere. I was good at both of them things, um, you know, but being a porn star, I thought that would be just as good. Mm -hmm. But it's not as good as what people think.
0: How long were you at Palace for?
1: Um, Two years. What age did you stop? Um, I think that was just before I went away uh, for the first time at about 17. Is that what fucked your career? um yeah
0: yeah it's sad that, that we have a gr- regret bro That it like that's the horrible thing when everybody's got potential no matter what age like we've all still got potential in your 30s 40s Like even when you get into the pub people give it, i could have been a contender i could have been this i could have been yeah. that but you're only in your 40s you know what you've done wrong like yeah fucking do something now and make of something of your life yeah
1: i'm not one of them guys that i could have been the next Ronaldo. yeah i'm just saying <laughs> that's where i was um Maybe they would have released me, but it, it seems like it was based on taking drugs and, and going out. As I said, once my, my nan died, I went off the rails and I started doing everything and it, it just I let myself down. What position did you play? Centre back. What um, What did you box as well? Yeah, I used to do a bit of tie boxing. Uh, never took it any further. It um, wasn't like I a professional fight, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But everyone said, you know, really good. I've never lost a one-on-one fight and kept my face quite pretty, I think um so yeah um that's something that i'd always think of going back to but now i say you know you've got these people that have dedicated their whole lives to that i you know i can't dedicate time to it so Mm -hmm. i'm not going to train as well as them and that's that's a dangerous thing
0: to do do you judge like your 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 cock on other people's in that as well People maybe nine inches ten inches does that get you insecure
1: At, at first when i first came into the industry i was a bit like you know oh fucking hell you know but but now i know what i can do and i know that I I please these women better than guys that are bigger than me so again to you little guys
0: (laughs) don't worry (laughs) what's the biggest out there?
1: Um, the biggest was a guy of 13 inches
0: fucking hell
1: yeah so I I always thought it was the the big black African guys that had the biggest cocks that's Mm -hmm. what I heard but this guy was was a white guy and he had a 13 inch cock so, but I, yeah, as I say, that's much bigger. But fuck
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. But are happy? You know what I mean? can Yeah. How is it doing scenes with your missus? But like, obviously, it's changing now, and she's going through her transition. and She's doing things to help work on the relationship. But when she tells her story and stuff as well, and if you, if you, do you ever watch old videos, I would no, you just no. drive your, off your nut. Yeah, I don't like watching her old yeah. videos. So how do you do you just block that out then?
1: Yeah, and we we say you know I've got a past, she's got a past, and and we accept that you know how do you accept that because you know whatever she's done before me was before me and that it wasn't like she went and cheated or went and done all these things that was that was her before mm-hmm. and everything that's happened in our lives where we are now has made us who we are now yeah. that's what got us together
0: and these have an agreement then just we'll agree on it if we're going to do something where it's a mutual agreement that you're going to do something and it's not a case of, i'm away to fucking do this or you're away to have that's exactly
1: shag-. what happens Yeah. is she
0: okay that like, if you're away shagging these 20 birds that seems to turn her um, on. She's one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. she's ha- just happy. Yeah, she seems a happy soul, mate, and everything yeah. she's been through, and she, she's it's brilliant. Fucking mad. Yeah.
1: Um. You know, she she does. She says that she's hard work and that. But I mean, so am I. Um. As I say, we're both pro- like identical twins. You know, maybe she comes out and and she gets a bit more emotional, but I will be her rock. But then she'll be my rock as well. Um. Mm. And I've never opened up to anyone as much as I've opened up to her. And I've actually fully <clears> been crying and opened up and, and telling her all my pain. But I've never done that to anyone. I've never been able to. My dad's always said you're a pussy if you ever cry. And is I've never I've always never let anything out until I was with
0: Sophie. are the other guys in the, the porn industry? Um can you get conversations with them are they okay? Yeah. Or do you see a lot of sadness with them as well? Yeah,
1: um, I've got a good gay friend in the industry. Um he's he's been through his struggles, you know, about the whole gay thing and the shallow people that judge him for that. Um, I've got um, another guy in, in the industry that that kind of um, he was there supporting me when I first got into it, giving me advice. There is good people in it, but then there's also wankers as well.
0: They yeah. just want to
1: put you down and 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 make them out to be better than you.
0: How do you deal with that?
1: Um, the best <coughs> thing to do is to block it because when we try to uh, write messages back on social media, it always gets twisted. So now we just we will have a we'll do a video eventually, um, and we will just air it to everyone and answer to them all, all in one go, rather than get caught up in all this bitchiness that goes on.
0: Is there a lot of envyness when you try and go independent? Like, the people try and shut you down? Yeah. How does it work?
1: People <clears> try and <throat> shut you down. People want what you've got. Um, and, and people, people will, will try it on with you, you know? And then even people that I thought with my friends, um, are, they, just want, they just want it from you. Oh, come in and get me some birds and get some stars around. Let, let's do this and do that. And obviously, I try and help out my mates, but then it will cut out for it. Yeah, um, and then you know when it doesn't work out for them, then they then they get funny with you. Have you still got mates of the p- the past? I've probably got two or three friends. Yeah, what do they say? Um, they they it's not for them. Um, I've tried to get a few of them involved, but it's just it's not for them.
0: Nah, nah. Are they happy with you few though? Or do they support you? Uh, I don't. I,
1: to be honest, I don't really have anyone. Um, you know, it might be the odd phone call here and there or mm-hmm. a quick beer, but we're just me and have Always on the go. I'm always trying to better ourselves and make yeah. money and,
0: and do things um, you know it seems a lonely job does it become yeah. lonely yeah it's sad that as well isn't it like part of you loves it but part of you it becomes tiresome yeah like do you feel as if you have to do it because it's the only thing you know now
1: well yeah now now I, you know my businesses have been left for for so long I probably wouldn't get much work and I wouldn't want to go back to that sort of money so I guess I am kind of forced but this is why we're trying to do the mainstream thing and all the girls that we are trying to help in the industry, the young girls that are strippers and escorts, if we can take them with us, mainstream and help people, if our if our show takes off and we can start doing well, then they won't have to do this sort of stuff.
0: Do you think there should be things put in place for protection of the male and females in that industry? So it doesn't really seem to be anything. No. Nah. It's kind of just forgot about, I like, think 80% of the stuff that's watched online is porn. Yeah. like It's fucking nuts. It's such a thriving business, but... Do you ever just feel like you're just a pawn in, in the game you just used? Yeah, of Go course. Go there for six hours, do this, do that.
1: that. But that's why me and Sophie now, now that we've got our own thing, we, we say and do what we want to do. And, you know, and we get these girls on. We only do what they're comfortable with. We don't force them to do anything they don't want to do, unlike yeah. the bigger companies.
0: Yeah, you've got your kids now, so they're at that age. Like, How much is that a worry for you? Yeah, it is a
1: worry because mm-hmm. they're starting to use social media a lot. Yeah um but i uh, i keep my porn name is is different to my name mm-hmm. so my kids have only got my my real name um on like uh, linked to their accounts so they don't have any access to my porn mm-hmm. i don't believe they've seen any of my porn um you know they know that daddy does some um adult work which is uh, they just think it's photo shoots with some clothes off yeah um and then there's modeling shoots with clothes on and I've got them modelling shoots and they and they love all that being on the camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've just said that some people do different types of modelling. Um, but, you know, if you want to do this type of modelling, then you can do that. And they like doing their photo shoots.
0: Because obviously Sophie's son has kind of took a step back. Do you ever feel that could be the case when your daughter's maybe 14, 15, 16? Would they just maybe feel a bit embarrassed? Of course, that could happen um,
1: once or if they find out, which they probably <clears throat> will. Um there's always that, and then them problems for them at school. But at the same time, I've only just tried to, you know, have the money to support them. And now I don't see what else I do unless we can make it mainstream. Then the porn would all die out. Yeah, I think for a man though, it's not
0: as, as bad that like, if it was a man, if it's your dad, or, like, obviously it's not as bad. Like you're not really going to get much stick for your if your dad, like young boys, like, just your dad does. It. I think yeah. it's more. Your mum, your yeah. mum. If you, if it's always a, been like that, though. Yeah, right? if it's your son and, and it's your mum, then it, it's totally different. I believe like, <clears throat> like you would feel more affect from it. Your dad, you're like, Yeah,
1: yeah. It's always been like that. Like, yeah. Daddy, daddy's fucking birds, yeah. but then mummy's getting fucked. But and it's it's always it's worse. Yeah. yeah.
0: How when you talk about mainstream, what is that plan? Well, <clears throat>
1: we've actually made a few films which don't have sex in them, and we actually have been told from a few directors that we're both pretty good. Mm-hmm. so that's what we're pushing for because um, we can both act i sing and rap mm-hmm. um sophie sings so there's a lot of um talent there without having to do the porn so obviously we're doing the porn now until that gets found but when we get our song out if, uh, if that went really well and we've got some other parts in in films that were non-sexual mm-hmm. then then maybe the porn could sort of
0: fuck off yeah why the fuck not yeah do you know what i mean why not like you've got to to change the plans and change the vision and go after it like you've done what you can to try and stable your life to try and stable the demons yeah. but if you've got vision to go do you know what we can do this we can do that like she was saying that she was an A student and all these fucking universities yeah. and colleges wanted her. that like, that's what's the frustrating thing about human beings because we've all got so much potential and that goes for anybody watching, while you're driving a van or in prison, like, you can make changes and I'll preach this shit to the day I die like, yeah. you can better your life, you can quit the drink, you can quit the drugs, you can quit that shit relationship with that shitty job and, and do something more and really go after it, it's not easy because when you make changes, when your life's full of madness and chaos, it's difficult when you start making changes because you become a bit it's boring but You've got to understand that sometimes it's not actually boring. Sometimes you're just actually at peace. So no difference When yeah. you, when your life's full of chaos, you're just used to it being full of chaos. But when you actually step back and come yeah. out of that fucking madness, you think, man, oh, it's a bit boring now. But it's not actually just at, at peace, like man. That, yeah. like, because <clears throat> I speak to so many people, man, and I don't give a fuck what you've done in your life or the mistakes you've made. Like I've People... Can transform into fucking beautiful human beings, but it's still yeah. a struggle, man. Like, it can't be easy, I'd imagine, being in the porn game with a porn star, like the comments and that, because I struggle with negative comments and I think, cunt, if I yeah. see you, I'll fucking strangle you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's just the way of the world. Like, how do you deal with the negatives?
1: Yeah, so, like, Sophie gets upset and, and cries and stuff, and we <laughs> both um, think she's probably saying they tried to, when. I gave Sophie the, All I done was gave her the strength to not be in that abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. When she finally stood up to the the woman that she was working with, Rebecca, um, we got a lot of abuse. And she tried to paint my past all over the internet and said that I was abusing Sophie and I and I'm, I'm forcing her to be in this relationship and this, that, and the other. And there's a lot of shit that went online. We're starting to overcome that now because the facts lie out there. You know, she went behind be on Sophie's back and and done a lot of things, but the facts are out there um, and. As time has gone on people are starting to see these facts because we have put them out there um as i say to, to big audiences and not just answering back to all these fucking idiots that are sat at home all day doing nothing
0: yeah the best thing to do is just block them
1: so we block them out and then when we do um things just like this or when sophie does one video for every one of the fans we will say right you know this is how it is and we'll just do one answer. I mean, we don't get caught up in all in all that shit.
0: You can't because it consumes you, man. It's too negative. That's it. Life is too short and precious to be wasting it on negativity. Yeah. But we're human, man. We're all sensitive little beings. But we do get affected. Yeah. don't give a fuck who you are, how tough you are, how much you want to block it out. Words can sting, man. Of course, You're yeah. fucking powerful, man. No. I would rather take a crack to the jaw than yeah. being abused fucking for exactly. ages. Look, because you can come back from a fucking punch. Yeah, you can't come back from mental abuse if it's consistent because then yeah. like you say somebody's saying you've got a small dick or Sophie's saying you're not good enough for your fat she's went anorexic you're yeah. judging your eight inch dick against fucking what I mean that's a monster like, yeah. and you're in your mind you're thinking I'm not gonna like you become ashamed and embarrassed yeah. like words are fucking painful man they are, mate. it's yeah. fucking horrible that's man that's what I
1: was saying with the ex you know it was her words <clears throat> that, that, that you know that, that made me actually believe it and they really hurt and then but then it got to that point where I was like, right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do certain things and change. And it, it's still to this day, if me and Sophie are down, we'll always get back up and keep going. And that's what I always, I always say to her, you know, like when she's going through this thing with her breasts at the minute, keep going and you know, we'll get through this. we we'll never give up.
0: How do you prepare for a porn scene?
1: Um, I will, if me and Sophie have sex a few days previously, I just won't come. So it's kind of built up in that, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll get there, just start to relax, feel comfortable. Sometimes have a little shot, um, you know, just to take the the edge off. Um, and then, yeah, uh, get down to it. We, we'd already have planned what sort of scenes we want to do, what clothes we're wearing, like what the theme is going to be. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just we'll just get straight down to it. Normally within an hour of, of being there.
0: What's the best video you've ever done? The best bird. The best video. Um, is there one? Because it, it's still a craft, it's your work. Has you ever walked away and done fucking hell and I was good there?
1: I'd, I'd say it's got to be Sophie because... You're going to say that, because
0: you know she's going to watch She
1: <laughs> Yeah, so bastard. Juice. Oh no, 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 <laughs> the cameras are off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, it it, it was. Um, <laughs> I I actually took a penis injection that day because I knew how big she was in the in the game, so I thought, all right, this can't fail. So I jabbed up, and it was when you have the injection, it's 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 the biggest erection I've ever had, and then we just done all of our scenes. And it was one of them scenes, because um, I was with my, my brother, um, and I was, she came downstairs and said, well, I need one more scene. It's a custom video for one of my fans uh, who wants to do it. And he sort of looked at me and gave me the eye. And then my brother was about to say to me, I was like, I've got this. So then with that scene was the scene that I went all out and, and showed her what I could give. And then that- That's what she fell in love with you. That's what she <laughs>
0: fell in love with you, yeah.
1: yeah. Wait, so, so what the fuck's the injection? It's called Cavajet. And you jab it in at the base of the penis avoiding veins some people hit their veins and had blood bleed outs um yeah. but i i've studied this shit and watched a lot of videos and i've got it in the right place and thankfully it gave me what i needed
0: and you've done that yourself yeah how much was that shit?
1: um 40 quid Is that yeah Fuck, fuck your viagra i yeah. start
0: injecting the dick
1: yeah. <laughs> but again don't you can become really dependent like that. on that so that would just have to be a rare treat if do- you've got a two inch cut, you probably make it four with this and <laughs> <laughs> just use it once a month <laughs>
0: uh, is there, did, what about the other guys in sets and stuff did they, did they struggle after maybe being on in the industry 10 yeah. years 15 years every like, guy in the industry has struggled at some point and not got it up um, and what do you feel then I, I'd imagine any craft you're into if you can't f- do what you're set out to do man does that affect you
1: yeah I mean you, you can be really embarrassed in that moment there's been scenes where we've just had to me and like a load of guys about to just spunk over someone, and then if you're one of the only ones in that group or the only one in that group that can't get it up, it's it's like fuck, it, what's going on there? It's embarrassing. Or if it's me and, and a group of girls and I can't get it up, it's like what the fuck's going on here? And it can be it can be very embarrassing, you know. And you just want the, the ground to swallow you up in that moment.
0: How some of the guys get loads of spunk? Uh, what, what, Did they take anything for that? Like sometimes you, the old widows I used to watch back in the day, man. people were yeah. fucking. Covered, so I'm mo- thinking: Is that some camera shot? Is that somebody standing at the back just fucking squishing <laughs> out something in a bottle? Well, there is tricks. Is there? Yeah. Can so you fake it? Let like me f- let like fake. Yeah.
1: I I don't. I edge, uh, <clears throat> sometimes for days, and it fucking hurts. So if you get a cock ring and you pull your balls and your cock through it, mm-hmm. so it's fucking tight. Sometimes your nuts go blue mm-hmm. after a few days where it's been on, and and sometimes you have to pull that band off, let let them stop swelling for a minute and then put them back on 20 minutes later and carry on with the session. But that, again, when you've got a, a cock ring around your, your, your balls and your cock, again, that keeps it, keeps it hard as well. It traps the blood in. Mm-hmm. So we use that, and then all the edging over the days, that coming shot is then fucking big when it comes out. Because
0: I had George Leo, one, who's a good friend, Scottish porn star, but she said the porn stars are tested relentless yeah. for STDs and AIDS yeah, you have and to all do that, that yeah, shit. As yeah. a clean industry. Like, yeah. But have you ever thought, fucking hell, that? Like, how just making a career change because it has become on top and you're thinking what the fuck is going on
1: yeah um you know as i say like if if i couldn't but at first it was like what if this this stopped working i'm fucked for now Mm. it might be too late to go back into certain things again that's why we we want to try and do the mainstream but if you can't get it up you can use the injections they are better than the tablets and there is like a, a tubing that people put along the side of their cock and when it's time to come, someone squeezes that. Oh, do they? So that is the trick. I've never done that, but mm-hmm. that, uh, people do use that in the industry when you see a lot of come.
0: Yeah. Who's the biggest in the UK?
1: I'm not sure.
0: You must be up there now, eh?
1: Yeah. I mean, Sophie has, has been in the game longer than me and she's got a much bigger following. <clears throat> the the rate that I'm I'm going up, because I've only been doing it since, since I got out, but they went online. My Twitter profile was uh, October 2020. That's when it went live. So since then I've gone up. To, I've got got about fifty thousand, which is a good rate. And so, so for that man anyway, sorry for that man. Yeah, it's a good following. Yeah, so that's going up quite a, quite a good rate. And compared to some porn stars that are, are, are bigger than me they're saying that that's going at a quicker rate to this. I, I'm believing that I could I could uh, do quite well.
0: But you must get a lot of CD bastards as well. The sofa not got a lot of fucking weird messages, oh, yeah. mate.
1: But, you know, it's, I can't go and fight them all or or do all this. Like yeah. you said, you want to just go and knock them out for some of the things they've said yeah. to make her cry. Mm-hmm. So I just have to comfort her and say, that, fuck them, who the yeah. fuck are they? Ignore that, let's keep doing our thing, babe. And that's, and that's what I think she told yeah. you about our song as well. It's, fuck it. Yeah, it's so. funny,
0: man, because even though some of the girls are getting fucking tooled <laughs> off four or five guys on set... Mm. People think they're easy. They go out in the yeah. real world, mate, and they, they don't even acknowledge any cunt. Yeah,
1: and they, these guys think that they can. They yeah, can they're mad it.
0: sluts, and that's yeah. the mad thing. That like, because they're not, they're genuinely not. Yeah. I hosted the porn awards two or three years ago, uh, George Lyle. and uh, and that's what they were talking about. Like because are quite when you're a porn star, they were saying like you're just in a different bubble. But yeah, she had names for like myself or other people that's not in that industry. Like there because. It's the only people who understand each other. So yeah. it feels normal because when actually came out that then people judge, people yeah. look down, yeah, people do. try and make you feel bad. Do you know what I mean? But it's people's choices, let people be, cunts. you know what I mean. Like do you find that hard when you're out in public or anything? Like people look up must they must look. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, for, I know him or I yeah. know her. Yeah, I
1: mean, I've I've always been, been judged for whatever reason anyway, whether it's when people say that I'm fucked in the head or whatever it, it may be. But we you just got to try and try and ignore it. And as I say, unless someone was to really invade my space, I will always try and defuse the situation now rather than just smack someone in the face, because then I will look like the bad one. And I don't want to go back to jail and yeah. and and not be away from like Sophie and, and my kids. So, you know, they need me.
0: You lose everything. Yeah, and yeah,
1: yeah. Just, I can't like, that's not an option. So i will always say to someone, look, get the fuck back, you know, or i'm gonna have to defend myself
0: and, and my family so when you're trying to kick on in life i've had it and i've tried to make strives to be better and do better and, and be a better guy that like, i still make mistakes i still fuck up like yeah but when you try and change people do throw your past in your in the face I still get it to this day but i couldn't give a fuck like, i haven't stopped so yeah. it's clear to see that it ain't gonna phase me yeah. i keep kicking on i keep proving people wrong part of that makes me want to kick on because i kind of fuck you exactly i ain't stopping i've never stopped i've Controversial guests, conversations—I've never backed down, never will, yeah. and I've proved that time and time again. I think people just kind of know now. But it. how are you finding it, like doing things? And then have oh, always been in prison or this and that. How do you deal with that?
1: Um, yeah, well, as I say, it's made things harder, mm-hmm. but there's all the people that I that I know. I've gone into prison, come back out, and they're still doing the same thing. But I'm um, like Sophie—people that want to change and want to keep doing well and keep improving. Like you said, we always we all make mistakes, but we constantly keep going. And she's. The, sh- the strongest person that I know, other than myself, of course, and we just keep we just keep going. Talk about this rap song, fuck um, it. So when I was in jail, um, mm-hmm. I saw there was a, a poster on the wall which said, success is the best form of um, revenge. No, yeah, hang on. Success is the best form of revenge. Mm-hmm. So it started from there and I started, I wrote all these songs in there and then one of them was about being who you want to be, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, fuck it. And we, we, I started writing bits and so we went, I've got parts of songs here. So we started to sort of put ideas together and then we come out with this song which is basically what we're all about and what we believe in and what we try and say to other people. You know, you know, you do you and don't worry about what anyone else says and it's just a positive song like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that this this could be quite a, a big song.
0: Yeah, but it's because, listen man, I know many boys in the rap scene who are in and out of prison. Yeah. Jordan McCannon, that is a good friend of mine. Yeah. That, and he's, they're doing what they can do to try and make an honest living. And it's hard because you're always tested when you come out because if you've got that Temperament, you feel as if you need to step forward when somebody steps forward, but you don't. Stepping back and just fucking like you say, kill them with success. Yeah. That's the most painful thing. Like I say, people can recover from a punch. People can recover from certain things, but they can't recover if they're envious about someone trying to be successful and you actually do it. I know people are burning with me doing what I'm doing. I know it's killing people. Yeah. Over the years, my enemies have got weaker. I've only got stronger mentally, physically, financially every fucking aspect of life, I'm only getting stronger and I'm only going to get stronger and I'm a man who puts it into action. I don't just talk shite. In yeah. fact, I do talk shite, man, but that's a lie, but <laughs> I fucking, I, I do, I, when I say something, I'm going to do it. Like I yeah. say, I ain't stopped in four years and I ain't going to stop because I'm going to strive for more, but doing that becomes more pressure. But like you say, you're tr- more sex scenes or more this or that because you're trying to provide, but it becomes tiresome and then you kind of forget what happiness is. Because you're so caught up in trying to prove your doubters wrong and prove yourself right that you can be something, so it's a very thin line. It's a, it's a dodgy. I was just about to say it's a very fine yeah, line. Yeah, to try and find a better balance. Like, can you find balance in your life of madness? Because you're talking, and Sophie's talking, and your story that people are going that's fucking nuts, but people get an understanding. This is what my podcast are for. So people understand. Yeah. And go why who they are. Like, because we've all got a story everybody's yeah. got different jobs I could get someone down the stair who's working in a bar and get them up here and create a story yeah. because we've all got something to of give like, where do you go from all that then from the porn industry trying to try and get on to mainstream like, do you think you'll ever get a chance because of the background that you've yeah, got
1: I, I believe we've got enough um, talent there to to have opportunities in different places we've been knocked back a lot but as I say we're not going to give up we're going to keep pushing because cause we believe we believe in what we do and, and we, mm-hmm. you know, we're hopeful.
0: Mm-hmm. You can see Sophie's very insecure about her body. So how was it when the tits went? was uh,
1: fucking horrible when she got the sepsis and that. And I am feeling her pain. I've, I've been every step of the way and, and it, it hurts me because she hasn't got the confidence and we've cancelled a lot of stuff. I mean, the majority of our shoots have now been cancelled and, and even in, in, in our family life outside of work, she, she's down a lot more than, than normal, of course. And you know, I'm just constantly there for her, but it's, it's, yeah. it's really
0: hard. How do you separate the two from family life to the fucking orgies and the sex scenes and injecting the, inject the dick? Like, how do you how do you separate them?
1: Well, I actually said to Sophie, is, has anyone from your past actually taken you out on a date? And she's like, no, it's just it's always been that. Or the the dad was just like a druggie or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And I said, well, how about I start taking you some real cool places that I know? And I started doing things like that, and she started to see love outside of of what we do. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of that now. Um, and that makes her happier so we, we do that
0: yeah she genuinely does look happy though yeah it's, and it's a good thing to see because like you say she's she has a very sensitive being I and mean, when you listen to her story you realise man it's such it's such a fucking liberty you've got daughters I've got a daughter same age I couldn't think anything worse mate I would blast a cunt if he fucking yeah. even thought about looking at my daughter that wrong way
1: uh, when, I, you know I, when I, mean? I was hearing that earlier as I say I, it was just yeah. it wasn't good I was getting hot and, and sweaty and flustered and shit, and it was just because she's saying that with her mum and i was like no that, that was abuse she's like no 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 like and then the, the guys in, in the car and all that and like you say she i think she was like she was 10 years old that yeah. was abuse so mm-hmm. you know
0: see for me it's a hard as well because i've got a daughter so yeah. it's hard for, even hard for me who's not really connected to her but to try and, and i don't want to hurt her and say look your mum was a fucking wronging yeah do you know what i mean like because i don't want to because she's such a sensitive being that she's even trying to forgive her mum she's trying to so up the pain, so who am I to say that but it's just because I've got a fucking daughter so yeah. I can see and I can, my daughter's 12 my daughter, and I still see her as a 5 year old do you know what I mean Like to be 10 and 12 like, for you to be sitting there as well but then I, I think you'll learn a lot from that as a character and I think you'll be more loving towards but even people watching will get a better understanding of fucking hell that. Like. but it is the same kind of patterns that people are in that industry and the, the strippers and They kinda come from the broken home. And I know people say dad issues and that, but it stems a lot more like emotionally, physically, like it must be fucking hard to find the balance of your life, especially is both his ADHD? Yeah, um,
1: Personality disorders. Yeah. Uh Sophie's got um bipolar. And do
0: you take anything for that?
1: Yeah, we've got medication, but I mean, no matter what like counselling and stuff that I've been through over the years, I've always found the answers myself. Um, I've had like long talks with people and but it's always been trying to find the answers yourself it's like when you're in an abusive relationship only you can get yourself out of it no no matter how many people told me to get out of them relationships Mm. until I got myself out of the relationship was the time I actually got out of it
0: do you see you uh, a resemblance between you and Sophie yeah
1: I mean we've both been through a lot of shit um but as we both said maybe if we met each other earlier we wouldn't have been this this uh, connected me wouldn't have it wouldn't have been this good but we've been through all them struggles and all that pain mm-hmm. and maybe that's why we, we get on so well um, because we've had them experiences
0: what was it like going to counselling um,
1: it was just like there's something that I did I, I don't know maybe, maybe some things were, were alright but it wasn't I don't believe it helped me too much
0: yeah I've only been seeing this therapist for the last five weeks and I think man I'm trying to manipulate that cunt oh yeah yeah yeah, I I, mean? I feel as if I can have it because I've not broke down or anything yet
1: Yeah,
0: I feel as if I could manipulate him I feel as if I could have him crying if I wanted Yeah, because that's the, what I, I can do and that's not yeah. good because he, he did say look you've clearly done a lot of work in yourself um, you're clearly it's amazing what you've done but what you're doing is skipping over the bad parts with positivity mm. do you know what I mean because I'm, I can be quite positive but then as, does that become an act because I'm skipping over the trauma and the pain he's trying to unlock those doors to go through those doors to face the pain, to then heal, because my relationships are the same patterns: three month end, yeah. three month end. Because I don't let anybody in, I can right. feel, I can start feeling for you here. And you can hurt me. I don't want to feel any more pain. I don't want to feel any more sadness. Which so, you know
1: what I believe, though, I I do believe that if you are lucky enough to find the one, as they say, yeah. and I do honestly believe that Sophie is the one. That's why this is the first time I've I've opened up to her and mm. and cried in a woman's arms because Sophie is the one.
0: Communication in it yeah to, and that what that is is vulnerability i don't show vulnerability oh, i never have until now yeah, too. because i've come through so much in my life but i've fucking done it all myself so yeah. i thought as i fuck everybody else but yeah. he, he's obviously trying to get the vulnerability to find that feminine side because it's yin and the yan and it's the light and the dark it's the sun and the moon like yeah i've just that's why suicide rate so high in men because we've got the fuck it button we don't talk about it People want to talk. Women will phone their friends and are sitting in wee groups of three and four talking pure shite. But then they have healed because they're expressing their feelings and emotions. We bottle it up. Yeah. Majority guys go to the pub, but it's a gear, watch the football, don't talk. Talking down and breaking down and being vulnerable and surrendering is a strength. That's the real strength. And I'm fucking scared if I open up the gates, man, I'll not stop. Yeah. Because I've never really let go of the pain of losing my dad and all that shit my family's been involved in and all the friends and all that shit like I've never really let go I've I probably covered it up with success because then people think you're doing well Yeah. but they don't understand they still battle every day every day's a fucking struggle of course. I, sh- I feel as if I should be happier in what I'm doing but it's because there's so much pressure on myself to keep going there because I'm scared that it gets took away as well and you lose it do you know what I mean Like if you see it start- stops working then what? Yeah, everything you've worked for, for through years, years, the misery the pain you've went through for what yeah. do you know what I mean it's that's fucking we, hard that's why we try
1: and keep our options open but you know people are always going to judge no matter what happens they're always trying to find a way to put you down over something you know Yeah. But we're just trying to keep our options open and, and do as much stuff as we possibly mm-hmm. can you know to, to yeah. earn, a, earn a good living and, and support for our families
0: how have you dealt with uh, Sophie's young boy leaving uh,
1: well this it was hard um, but You know, I understand that Sophie's does the job that she does, Mm -hmm. but you know the way he treated Sophie wasn't good. Um, And you know, I said to her like he's uncontrollable. But I feel like because I'm not his dad, how far do I go with things? So I, you know, after a year, I sort of got involved a little bit, went to the point where he was trying to strangle her and all that. And said, look, just fucking sort it out. You need to start going to school. Your mum's always done her best. And your mum's not doing what she used to do. Um, you know, she's with me now and I, I tried to do everything that I, I possibly could but eventually he went back to his dad who's never been there and his dad has actually hit him as a young kid and, and, and done a lot of bad for him and never never even been in, in his life.
0: What about family, your own family? Have you got any family?
1: Was it just your gran and your granda? Um Yeah, I still see my mum. Don't talk to my dad. Um, so just my mum is the only one I see.
0: How's that relationship now? Um...
1: Yeah, mum it's, is it's, uh, just not who she used to be, so she doesn't come out, doesn't do anything, but I don't see as much as I'd like to. It's one thing that me and Sophie was talking about the other day. It's sad, I wish I could do more for her, but she she never wants to do anything, you know? So her dream was swimming the dolphins. I went, me and Sophie, we'll take you swimming the dolphins. Yeah, all right, well, yeah, well, just not now. I'm a bit stressed at the minute. It's always another time. Yeah. I said, mum, let us do it for you. I can just do something for you, all this shit I've given you. Let me do your dolphin dream and take you to Portugal or something like that to swim these dolphins. But it's always pushed off, you know? Yeah. But I want to try and make her happy because she's one of the ones who's always been there for me.
0: Yeah, we're always trying... Like everything I do is to try and give the people who, who supported me the things that they need. Yeah. But like, I mean, Sophie's prime example, the materialistic shit don't mean fuck all, but when you can just... When you don't give it all the time and give that little bit, then it means something special. Yeah. Because like you see, you can spoil people and then it just becomes... It's like you shagging birds all the time. Like it just people fucking come in their pants even looking, like a se- looking at a set of tits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. fucking five and ten buzz people thinking it's a dream but then come a stage you'll we'll think I don't even like the look of fannies anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if I ever get to that stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um,
1: yeah, it's, you know, it's, it is it is hard. Um, But like I say, it's it's so good that I found Sophie but if anything happened to Sophie now and I lost that person that I've been so lucky to find then
0: how do you come back from that? That I don't know. I don't think I would. Because it looks as if she's giving each other a lot. A yeah. lot of attention, a lot of pick me ups, because then it becomes a drug. Do you know what I mean? Where you crave that drug.
1: I think we'd go off the rails, we'd be dead in a week to be honest. Yeah. I think everything would come crushing back and we'd probably yeah, if we ever split up that is, but if Sophie died, I don't know how I get back up from that. Because this is she's everything that I need. Yeah. And
0: want and, and I just love her and I just couldn't be without her now. Because it seems as if she can't be without each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then what happens if somebody decides they don't want to be? Like somebody's, that's, the, that's the thing about vulnerability and surrendering. I can't do that because they can leave me. They yeah. can fucking destroy me. Because men, the thing about men, we love fucking hard. Yeah. We do, we genuinely love hard. And that's why we are fucking idiots because men cheats because they don't want to get hurt first. That's the method they were thinking. We're fucking wired up wrong. Instead of just surrendering to that person that you truly love, and if you don't love them, leave them so somebody else can love them, right? Because I laugh at men because me, my friends, and even me, I used to act, I think, how fucking deluded was I? People, girls, actually loved me. And I used to treat them like shit, and I used to think, they were the mugs. I was the mug. And then it was a lie, and it was a deceit, and it was everything else that come with it. It it burns you out, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I always... Uh, there was always something missing from my relationships they weren't proper so I felt like I'd go out and, and cheat because I felt like I wasn't getting enough sex from there or I wasn't getting enough of something from there but yeah I should have just been, <laughs> been honest with some of them girls and, and not hurt them because there were some good ones there yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you always been a sex addict?
1: Yeah as far back as I can remember Yeah? Yeah Well as I say from, from as soon as my nan died which was secondary school mm-hmm. and I
0: started going out there and, and,
1: and playing catch up I've just non-stop been fucking
0: Was that just a replacement though, for, to take over the pain from your gran? Yeah, possibly,
1: you know, along with all the other stupid things that I was doing. Um, but the sex thing is the thing that's continued the most, and that is where I met the love of my life. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's got to be. And you still get
0: pleasure out of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, most of the time. And what happens when you're on a bad day? Well, me and Sophie both say that if we're both um, having a bad day, I mean, I'll always say, look, I'm not up for this today, I'm not feeling it, I haven't slept. Sometimes we just don't sleep because of our fucking crazy heads, and we're just. You know, when you're lying there in bed and your eyes are closed, but you're, you're constantly thinking things, mm-hmm. we get that a lot. And I'll say you go to the shoot. I can't, but then she won't go without me and then I won't go about her. But when we are there, we do different scenes, you know, apart, but we're always there for each other, you know, but yeah. we haven't d- done anything separate in a, in a long time.
0: What's the longest she's been apart from each other since she's have met?
1: When, before I moved in with Sophie, we was apart for two days. How was that? <laughs> it was actually hard. I never missed, missed a, a girl. And she was like, Oh, can't you just come over tonight? And I was just like, Oh, well, I'm with the kids and that. Once you meet them and all that, and you know, they, we got introduced slowly. So I was still sort of going back and forward and spending times with the kids
0: and, and times there. But like I said, it
1: had to be done, but it was actually hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Did worry that he's could burn out because he's a so fucking, he's a hundred mile an hour. Yeah, I don't I don't it's think so. fast. Would. I don't think we ever would. What happens when you do you see yourself in your forties, isn't it?
1: Um, we've been talking about, you know, a nice villa somewhere in the sun, just taking it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but again we've we got to just keep going and, and trying to be as successful as we can and, and make money and and hopefully we can get that. What's your mindset like, like,
0: like a daily routine like for yourself? Is that a struggle?
1: Yeah, we we are we are um very scatty and you know, we'll be talking about something and go off and something else and something else and then struggle to get back to the first subject. Mm-hmm. So we can be really scatty. So We've got ourselves some notebooks now, and we write everything down, and that's helping a bit.
0: Your dog, man, nearly died, man. Like, oh. Dogs are everything. Like that, if they go, fuck humans. I know. The Dogs are the worst. So like, like, obviously, when you go through that, how how is the dog now? Did your dog get knocked down? Yeah,
1: so he he got knocked down um, just after Sophie had, had come back from her reconstruction on her boob, and then we was and then that happened, and then now he's getting all this reconstruction. So we was obviously shitting it. But the moment that it happened, it was just, I thought it was done because at the, at the, at, right at that exact time, it had to be a fucking lorry, didn't it? And he was yelping out and his whole leg was gate, it just looked horrible. So I've just grabbed him. I've run back to my mum because we just stopped off there, ran back. And I was just like, no, no. I said, mum, please ring someone, ring someone. So she's come out, rang this Medi vet, um, Medicare vet place. We rushed him down there before the ambulance came. We said that we'll bring him to you. Mm-hmm. Drove down there, got him in there. A day later, he comes out, and they said he's going to be fine. Um, but then since then, we've, he's been oozing, smelling, green past, and we've heard that that's an infection which can lead to sepsis, which is what Sophie had as well, and all these mad things. And we're like, we're we not doing the right thing. We're changing it. We're putting the ointments on. We've been looking after him. People are like, no, that's not good. That's He's going to have an amputation there. We then went to another vet who said, yeah, it's going to have to be amputated. You need to give us, like, thousands and thousands of pounds. So we was like, fuck that. We took the dog out of there and went back to the other one, worrying what they are going to say, and they have said, no, I don't know why they told you that. It's it's horrific, but we can't, we've done bits of, we've flushed it and done bits of binding it, but we can't completely cl- close that up because then if anything gets trapped in it, it would be amputation. So these other vets have given us all the wrong advice. Mm-hmm. So, but after hearing that last night, you know, we got back, had a lovely session and, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's just, we, we you know, we're so happy about it. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. We had um, a little one in, in the bed, but trying to mind his foot. And, you know... That's it's, the best
0: way to do bro, it, bro, Shag, yeah. <laughs> Shag it out, mate. Shag it
1: out. And then get the dog in, in the bed and have, have, and have cuddles. Um, but he's got this bloody cone on his head, so I'm always like, oh, let's take the cone off, you know, it's not good. But yeah. then it's, if he starts licking that, that, that area where the bandaging goes through, it's so like, we've got to put it back on. But we don't want to be cruel to the dog, so we want him to not have this cone on his head, but we've got to keep putting it back on in case he licks it and yeah. affects it. But he's fine now? He's fine now, he's going to make it, but... We've got to keep going back every three days so they can monitor it to make sure it doesn't yeah. become
0: infected. Has anybody ever told you you look like big Usyk, the the boxer? No. Nah. big guy fought Anthony Joshua. The big, is a Ukrainian. The big, massive. Oh, what, the big, big. Fucker. Yeah, he can fight little fuckers. Oh, well, I'm not fact. that ugly, am I? He's <laughs> like big, big handsome, kind
1: mate. Big Usyk. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, him? I thought you meant the, the giant guy. Um, I oh, know the one that um recently
0: fought someone. Joshua, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, uh, Usyk, the Ukrainian guy, took on Joshua's butt. He's a nutcase, yeah. mate. Yeah, he's like a good cunt, mate. Yeah. Yeah, he's a funny bastard, Sorry. mate. He's always dancing about, in that. I thought you meant a value of... Oh, fuck I was like, it. what the fuck? He's, he's all that? No, shit. No, Big music mate. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he beat big, and he's dancing about, he's a funny yeah, kid, Yeah, I like mate. him. And
1: he doesn't hype up or get aggressive with nah. people, is he? He's always nah. cool. He's just and- cool
0: and calm collective, yeah, mate. Yeah, I do just like him. Yeah. dances about, mate, does his thing, mate. That's it. So, where do you go now, mate, from... Obviously, he's a try to figure out your life. He's a try to make steps to better it. He's a try to do good yeah. to that. He's trying to make changes which is never easy for anybody, but no. where do you go forward for the future? Um Well, we just
1: gotta keep going. And and as I said so, if you know, with whatever is going on right now, whether it's with the boob or, or the dog or whatever is going on, we just have to keep going. Um and keep doing what we believe in and just keep pushing and pushing because life's always gonna throw shit at you. But you just can't give up.
0: Yeah. What about for anybody that's maybe struggling with mental health? What advice would you have for them?
1: Um, I would say, I mean, Yes, you're very lucky if you find that soulmate. If you don't find that soulmate, you know, don't, first of all, don't go looking for it, but see if there is a a friend or family that you can talk to. And maybe counseling will help for you. It didn't, I don't believe it did for me. I, I, As I say earlier, I I believe that you do have to find the answers within yourself. And I used to think they just want to take the money out of me, but I don't want to put you off from from going there to some people because it it might help, and it it does help certain people. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't for me, but, you know, ignore, the shit that's online online is like a spiteful horrible world ignore it and, and try not to let it get you down and keep doing you um you know yeah. just trying to stay strong what's all your social media platforms where can people get in
0: contact with you
1: um on on twitter um it's damien oliver xxx instagram damien oliver official or the fucking explorers with two x's rather than you and the c and on youtube fucking explorers what about only fans OnlyFans is D.O.Official. Would you like to finish up on anything? I think I've, I've covered most
0: things, mate. Yeah. yeah. Listen, for coming on today and telling your Thank story, you brother. Much. I've enjoyed that. Wish you all the best for the future, both mate. you, like, I genuinely do. Hand in my heart. Hope everything goes well for you. And I hope you fucking get everything you've achieved, brother. Thank you very much. You God too. Bless you, mate.
1: Cheers, mate.
0: Podcast Network.